And welcome to A Medic's Mind. Thank you for being here. Uh, do you guys feel that in the air, by the way? That uh, that wonderful, absolutely resplendent feeling? It's known as a chill. Yeah, there's a chill in the air, folks, because it's fall. And fall is accompanied by winter, and those are my two favorite times of year. So I'm quite happy. Uh, but the first thing that comes uh, with the fall season is, well, in Canada anyway, Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving was this past weekend, and uh, many, many people around Canada were celebrating by having delicious food, uh, turkey and all the trimmings and everything like that. And uh, me and my family, me and Sheena, Sheena and I and the kids, we did not. And the reason for that is not out of any sort of protest or social stance. Uh, Poor Sheena was sick as a dog. Um, as many parents will know, uh, they can relate to this. Uh, when the kids go to school, as I'm learning now this year, being around kids for the first time, uh, they come home with all kinds of things, all kinds of sicknesses and sniffles and stuff like that. And uh, that's exactly what happened. The kids came home. They had some sniffles and stuff over the past couple of weeks. And unfortunately, this weekend is when it caught up with Sheena and she was just out. And uh, we had discussed and said, you know, what, you know, why would we make this delicious meal if you can barely taste it? And if you're not really feeling all that well, like you should be in bed getting rest. So we decided that we're going to wait until this weekend. We're going to do our Thanksgiving dinner this weekend. But that didn't stop me from sitting down and writing down a few things uh, that make me feel grateful and made me reminisce on the season and what it means. And so I'm going to relay that for you guys in a post that I have called Remembering Gratitude. It's easy to get bogged down and lost um, in, in in the losses. You know, uh, there are many people that I wish were around during the holidays from now all the way up to, to Christmas and beyond. And they're not. And it's easy to, to get lost in that grief. But um, I find that gratitude is one of those those tools that have, that have really helped me get over a lot of those grief spikes. I don't, you don't get over the event, you don't get over the loss. Um, but finding other tools to help you navigate those hurdles, those spikes, um, gratitude has been the one that has really helped me. And so I wrote a post about being grateful and the things that I'm grateful for. And uh, I'm going to read it for you guys. It is, uh, like I said, it's called Remembering Gratitude, which I think is incredibly important. And uh, yeah, so we will get into that. But before I do, just a reminder, my second book, my second memoir, A Medic's Mind, Love, Loss, and All Things in Between, 
is uh, going to be released probably in the very early new year. It's in the uh, final stages of editing right now. I get to see the first uh, round of edits on November 2nd. So I will report back to you as to how things are going. But uh, yeah, it is going to be released uh, in the early new year, I would imagine. So I'm pretty excited about that. Keep an eye out for it. I will be releasing cover art very soon on my social media pages. So be sure to head over to Ometics Mind on Instagram and uh, follow me on YouTube and you will see uh, those cover arts and, and things like that. So Anyway, shameless plug out of the way. Let's get into this episode. Remembering gratitude episode 221 of the Emetics Mind podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Be well, be safe. And above all else, guys, keep talking to each other and happy Thanksgiving. Emetics Mind listeners, this is Dispatch. You're being sent code for to story time. Throughout the year, there are days that come, although sparsely, that engender a quietude of the otherwise hectic schedules we all seem stricken with. For many of us, Thanksgiving is one of those days. The weather outside has started to shift toward a chilled ambience. Vibrant colors adorn the trees and other foliage. The kids are back in school and daylight seems ever fleeting. But this all contributes to the uniqueness of the day. A day where families come together around decorative tables, festooned by gluttonous delights and signature treats. A home becomes an effervescent bake. Wandering aromas fill the nooks and crannies, corners and rooms. Children play and adults converse. And time really does seem to slow down for just a moment. Even if it's just for a bite or two. This is Thanksgiving. I have been fortunate enough to know the good ones, and the ones less so. And it is because of that contrast that I can sit here and say today, in this moment, I really miss my mom. I miss my sister. I miss simpler times when life didn't seem so weighted by experience. But I am grateful. Grateful to have been welcomed into a new family, a kind and sincere collection of people. They have accepted me for my faults, my many, many faults, and they care for me all the same. Growing up, Thanksgiving was a time where whispers of normalcy would crawl through our home. You see, our home was anything but normal, whatever normal is anyway. Leading into Thanksgiving, my mother was often depressed. She'd hold up for days, sometimes longer in her room. She'd emerge, unkempt, unbathed, and sullen for ephemeral trips to the bathroom, only to then return to her quilted solitude. As a boy, I was often left wondering what there was to eat. Peanut butter and jam sandwiches only go so far. But seemingly without fail, come that tryptophanic morning, I would be awoken by soft flickers of scent massaging my nose to wakefulness. I'd scurry down the stairs of our home and bound into the kitchen. And standing there, apron on, hair washed, and heaps of perfume wafting, my mother would be whisking and slicing away, 
tossing potatoes into pots and peels into the trash. Thanksgiving was saved. And I was grateful. Starving, but oh so grateful. She'd sing and move about the kitchen as a complete juxtaposition of the woman she'd been all those weeks before. My mother seemed to live for those special days marked on the calendar. She'd come alive on Thanksgiving, dress up for Halloween, decorate the house on Christmas, and ring in the new year with jubilant resolutions. It was on all those other days, the ones between the special ones where I'd never know which version of my mother I'd get to see, or not see, situation depending. Family gatherings was a perfidious undertaking for our bunch. My mother was almost certainly at war with one or more of my siblings at any given time. Rarely were we all together. And if we were, peace and tranquility were absent invitees. And so by now you may be asking yourself, Matthew, what about this tale of yours is grateful? How can you be reminiscing on a time rife with uncertainty so fondly? Well, easy. It's not the uncertainty that I adore. It's those timeouts, the breaks between, those special days when my mother and sister were alive. And although we may not have all been together, there was a simulacrum of peace and stillness in the land of Hennigans. And as I sit here, reading this to you, at the age of 38, I am grateful once again. Albeit a little sad, I am truly grateful. These special days have remained significant to me. They have always acted as a reprieve from the staccato of macabre that has hallmarked my life to now. And with Sheena and the kids in my life, a new veneer of adoration takes hold. For in this house, with this family, there truly is calm, quietness, and rest. I feel undeserving of how blessed I really am. There are so many people I know and have known that are missing on these days. And for whatever reason, I'm still here, still alive, humbled, and existing. Sometimes I close my eyes, expecting that when they open, this current life of mine will have all been but a dream, a cruel twist of a tormented mind. But to my glee, that is not the case. I am truly alive, well and in love, loved and loving. So much to be grateful for that one day is not enough. So I try each and every day to carry gratitude with me. Remembrance of the places I have been and acceptance at where I am today. I closed my eyes for a second or two this morning. Not because I feared I was dreaming, but because I wanted to see my mom. I wanted to revisit our kitchen and observe this master of culinary magic at work and in song. Her likeness came to me and I couldn't help but smile. You see, my mother may be gone. She may be absent from this world. But she is everlasting and immortal in my world. As is my dear sister. Someone I got to see too little of in this life. But someone I will remember forever. At our table or on our kitchen island. On these days, the special ones, there will always be two plates waiting. Food may not touch them, but love and memory will spill over each time I gaze upon them. 
And this is why I'm grateful. Because I now reside within a home and life of love and remembrance. A home where stuffing is as abound as love itself. Both easy to feast upon. Both satiating in their own right. And so to you, my mom. My poor old mom. And to my sister. And all those whose plates will be unserved. I remember you. I am grateful for you. And I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy those special days. For as a wise man once said, we never know the value of a moment until it has become memory. Dr. Seuss. Gobble, gobble, everyone. Yeah.